We're here tonight And that's enough Simply having a wonderful Christmas time Simply having a wonderful Christmas time The party's on Hello again and welcome to I've Got a Beatles Podcast with David Chris, and that was a pretty nice cover of uh, everybody's favorite Christmas song, Wonderful Christmas Time, but that was by Diana Ross, and what a great way to get our episode, uh, our holiday gifts episode started. Yeah, I see you've got your eggnog there, yep. Dave. <laughs> you got your, uh, My Santa hat on. Yep. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I went a wassailing a little bit earlier, so uh, we're, we're all we're all set. We're here. set here to to get into all the goodies that they released this past year, and that you may want to consider buying for your favorite Beetle fan or for yourself. I. I, uh, compared to last year, I think last year was a bonanza year because we had all the oh, yeah. the Lennon uh, Imagine box set. We had the White Album huge set. Uh, we had the McCartney doubles, the the Red Rose Speedway and Wildlife. So lots of stuff last year. This year, I, I don't think it's quite as big. I mean, Abbey Road was certainly the big uh, big peach for the year, but uh, well, well, we still have plenty of other things to get into. Yeah, it seemed like a bigger Beatles year this year, just from amount of stuff. Like when I'm looking here at the end of the year here, what kind of gifts I would buy for somebody. Tons of Beatles stuff, some Paul stuff, some Ringo stuff, and then it real tra- really trails off. Uh, <laughs> and we'll just say right here, uh, George, what are you doing? What, like, <laughs> George has not done anything in in two years. Couple years no here. George releases. No, no. So, uh, the last the last George thing I can remember was the extravagantly over extravagantly overpriced vinyl box set with that record player that was in the thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, hold on to your hats, Dave, because I got a I got oh. a record player for you here. A little oh, later. I can't wait! I'm excited! <laughs> I'm excited! <laughs> so. Uh. As we uh, as we usually do, we'll give give you all the Beatles stuff first, and then go down by the solo Beatles, and then uh, in one of our traditions that we always enjoy surprising each other with our best reissue of something that's non Beatles, and then yep. a non Beatle new item. So uh, should be fun to get into those as well. Yeah. Well, Dave, I think we have to start with this uh, singles collection that yeah. uh, just just released. Well, let's get into the. We'll start with Beatle recordings first, and yeah, yeah. So that the singles uh, box set, the vinyl forty fives. As soon as it came out, I was not particularly excited about it because I thought, oh, here we go, repackaging the same stuff, same remat or same uh, recordings and everything, and uh, it, was, it didn't sound great on the surface. But now that you look at it, it's kind of interesting. Uh, it's the the sleeves I know are each sleeve is of a different country, and they uh, some there are some remasters, I believe. And uh, yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit more about it. On the Beatles website is an interview that I'm gonna play here. Uh, a little bit of from of Sean, I believe it's McGee, M A G E E, and mm-hmm. he's talking through the process of remastering uh, the uh, Beatles the singles collection. So uh, let's play a little clip from that. 
We're in the room where the Beatles records were cut in the 60s mm -hmm. by a cutting engineer called Harry Moss. Yes. yes. You sat here and uh, cut the Beatles singles for this new collection that's out now. We've had recent releases where there's been remixing from the multi-track tapes. This is a completely different approach to that project, isn't it? You're going for authenticity in this project. Exactly that. We uh, use the uh, uh, original analog cutting masters prepared by Harry Moss, the ones he used to cut the singles from, and with a little bit of EQ uh, to allow for the fact that these tapes are 50 years old, we then cut them to vinyl as you would. It seemed like the obvious thing to do actually with the singles is to do them all analog. There's been painstaking research involved in creating this box set, starting off first of all by... So there's a little uh, cut from uh, that uh, was uh, uh, Kevin Howlett, who uh, does the uh, packaging, does a great job with the packaging oh, yeah. on, on, Always. on all of these sets, uh, talking to Sean uh, McGee. So it sounds like they, they really uh, labor-intensively recreated these singles, and with with modern technology, if, if you listen to that full... I'm, I mean, it's five minutes, 44 seconds, so obviously I wasn't going to play it all. But if you listen to that full thing, they, they really like painstaking <laughs> on not just reproducing, but improving it. And obviously the equipment is improved over 50 years and yeah. uh, things of that nature. And there's also the uh, brand new, never before put together, Freebird and B-Side Real Love single. Freebird? So... I'm sorry, but <laughs> no, I didn't know. Free that. as a bird and real love a single. Exactly. So uh, it's clearly a collector's item, and and uh, it's pretty expensive. What was the what's the current price for it? Uh, on Amazon right now, it is going for two oh four. I believe. Okay, so pretty expensive. Yeah. And, so relatively expensive. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this will be a question for another show someday, but the technology is going to continue to get better and better, but is it worth, uh, is what, what, is there an ever an end to redoing and remastering all the same songs? Is there ever going to be an end to this? And what, what do we get out of it eventually? I'm just kind of hype uh, rhetorically asking that question eventually. My issue is, you know, and, and I'm not the richest guy in the world. I really have to put, and there's so many of these sets come out yeah. now, not just yeah. from the Beatles. If you're just a Beatles fan and that's it, then then have at it. But even if you're just a Beatles fan, are you going to be able to afford all of the Paul releases and all no. the Traveler's Edition box right. and all that? <laughs> yeah. And, and then, you know, uh, still have money for rent, <laughs> rent and, uh, you know presents for your kids and yeah, stuff like that <laughs> it, it becomes a, a a bit of an issue but you know and then and then particularly with these vinyl sets what i find is i like really want one of them say i want the bowie ones mm -hmm. and then they'll go out of print by the time I yeah right they're limited so, edition and so, they're gone yeah yeah I, I i i was jonesing uh several years ago i was jonesing for that big uh mono box set right but Right. But uh, never, never got to it before no. it was out of the, out of the stores. So no. uh, you know that's the way it goes, I guess. Yeah, but it looks like a beautiful set and and uh, kind of interesting collector's item. Yeah, probably a little more affordable for this year for the Beatle a fan would be the uh, for talked about Abbey Road Anniversary Super Deluxe set. 
uh, going for eighty six ninety six right now. Of course, there's the big vinyl version too, which mm. is uh, going for seventy two. And then you have the two disc, or you could go one disc, <laughs> or you could go vinyl anniversary picture edition, or you could go regular vinyl edition, all at different prices. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, pretty great set. I wanted to play one more track from that because uh, I really like the uh, Sun King Take 20. Yeah, so we're hearing a little Sun King there from the Abbey Road box set that we did a review of earlier this year. Uh, certainly a must-have, I mean, obviously essential for anybody listening to this podcast to listen to it and have uh, the materials in there. So highly recommend it. Definitely more affordable, too. And a good thing if you've got an Abbey Road friend, someone who loves Abbey Road, this is a must-get for them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I think uh, thumbs up to both of those packages. You know, I like the Singles Collection box set package. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it looks it looks really good. Uh, and if you like it, you can get all kinds of brand new Singles Collection and Abbey Road uh, memorabilia Ooh. right there. Smack dab on the Beatles store. Of course you <laughs> and, can. <laughs> Including for the low price, Dave, of $800, <laughs> a Project Singles Collection turntable. Oh, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> to go with my... That's the one you've been saving your money for, dude. I can put it next to my $1,400 George Harrison one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You also get, for $60, you can get a 45 carrying case. Mm. Uh or a little more affordable, uh, $16 uh, for a mug. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, co- the co- uh, Singles Collection Covers tee is 30 bucks, uh, And they have other other uh, other Singles Collection-related uh, uh, items there. Mm. That's the hot new item yes. on the Beatles store. Lots of, uh, lots of great things always at the Beatles store. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, lots of new shirts. I feel like they do like they really know what they're doing now 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 with the Beatles store. It's like you can it's endless. There's like apparel for gifts for kids, gifts for her. They have it separated by under 25, under 50, under 100, over 100. Wow. Uh so lots of stuff, lots of stuff. Jewelry 
They've come a long uh, way because I remember a couple of years ago we were when we were doing this episode, you were pointing out how it was pretty skimpy and the site wasn't very well done, and uh, they seem to have figured it out now. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. They've figured it out. Uh, somebody else who figured out that the Beatles uh, happened to be popular is Sony, and uh, this is a news story. Sony strikes deal from Beatles memorabilia. Uh, oh, yeah, this new that. story from December 4th. Sony Music Entertainment signed an agreement to be the exclusive North American purveyor of Beatles t-shirts and other memorabilia, the latest sign of increasing importance of such sales for musicians and record companies. Hmm. So I, I wonder what that what that will mean yeah. for certain sites and certain places. Exactly. Particularly thefest.com. Which That's we, what I we, was thinking immediately, yeah. Thefest.com, it's got a lot of great uh, gifts there if you if you have gone there. Women's gift box of six socks uh, <laughs> from the Happy Socks. What do you think that runs, Dave? Uh, six pairs of socks? Yeah. Uh, probably about uh, $29.95. Nope, 96 bucks. Oh, oh, okay. They're very good socks. Though. They must very, be very really good. good. Yeah. Where the uh, festival for Beatles fans uh, excels is on these books, sign books. Yes, they're good if at that. If you're looking for sign books, I think that's a place to go. I, I just wanted to mention one that's on the site, which is a Linda McCartney, the Polaroid Diaries collector's edition signed by Paul McCartney yeah. himself for the low price of $2,000. Uh, that Wow. Okay. I, I'm going to... It s- is signed by Paul. That's pretty so cool. That's pretty cool. That's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, but they've got other signed books there, but we'll, t- we'll just, uh, we'll, we'll move on to talking about the books themselves this year. Uh, some pretty good books come out, came out uh, towards towards the end of the year here, I think, Dave. Yeah. So Beetle Books, the, uh, I was going to mention uh, two of them. One is, is also on the Fest site that you can get mm-hmm. is the book by Bruce Spicer, who always seems to have a book every year, The Beatles mm-hmm. Get Back to Abbey Road. And it has uh, contributions from a lot of fans. It has uh, other Beatle pundits and Beatle scholars here. So it basically goes through the entire history of Abbey Road from January until the end of the album. So uh, always worth getting. Bruce Spicer is a great writer. He always does his homework and kind of the American Mark Lewison in some ways. He seems to know everything about uh, the, the facts and recordings. So they have a, uh, the Fest for Beatles fans have a signed copy of The Beatles Get Back to Abbey Road by Bruce Spicer for $30. So not bad. Also, another yeah, one. Not I, bad at all. No, not bad at all. Uh, another one I wanted to mention the first Beatles textbook for uh, classes has come out, and it's by Tim Riley and Walter Everett. Uh, where I'm going to be interviewing Tim Riley in an upcoming podcast so we've we've been communicating about that tim riley's an english professor journalism professor and walt everett who's been mentioned before many times on this program is a music theorist at the university of michigan and their new book is called what goes on and it's a as i say a beatles textbook to be used in university courses so uh, we'll i won't say much more about it now because we'll wait till tim weighs in but pretty exciting for those of us who teach beatle classes 
Well, that's cool. I, I, I like that, and I like that you're getting an interview with him, and I know that you've got another interview coming up. Before the end of the year, we're going to drop an episode with another pretty pretty great interview. Yes, should be fun. Um, uh, also uh, signed there, you can get a signed copy of this uh, on uh, thefest.com, and you can also just buy it at Amazon if you don't like the signature of <laughs> Peter Asher. Ah, yes. Uh, Peter Asher, the, who... Uh, Almost always seems to be at the fest. Yeah, these days yeah, he's a regular. Uh, uh, and and really uh, highlight of the fest. The the you know I've only made it to the fest the one time a couple of years back, and he was there and uh, uh, always has great stories. And uh, I believe that time he was talking with uh, Klaus Worman. Yes, on stage. Uh, well, he's got a book called The Beatles from A to Z. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, uh, of course, an alphabetical journey of insights into the music of the Beatles and individual memories of John Paul, George, and Ringo. So uh, Beatles from A to Z, an alphabetical mystery. That sounds like a good one. It's definitely on my wish list. Also, we got another uh, book from friend of the show, Ken Womack. A solid state: The story of Abbey Road and the end of the Beatles. This is a book that uh, Ken released at the Abbey Road conference in, at the Eastman School of Music in September, and it goes through the the basic thesis of the book. From what I can tell, I have not read all of it yet. Is that uh, the, the, a lot of the reason the, that Abbey Road sounds so different, and is the a lot of the technology was very different, and it was a huge step forward because they got this the solid state, they got this particular type of mixing desk and the eight track, and a lot of the technological advances. So, kind of talks about that as a positive side, but then also how things went sour, and with the business and things like that. So, kind of a good summary and and discussion about the Beatles last real year together well so. maybe we'll uh, try to get him on again we've had him on yeah. the uh, podcast before uh, since he's got the new book and everything uh, uh, we, you know he's, yeah. he's a friend of the show we'll definitely effort uh, getting an interview from him again because uh, I really think he's got a lot of great things to say absolutely and, uh, uh, looking forward to reading that book myself yeah definitely and and then uh, one more find. Uh, this is from Ernesto uh, Asante, and it's the Beatles 1962 to 1969 from Liverpool to Abbey Road. came out in September, uh, and it says they conquered the world, and this fascinating book tells the Beatles story from the birth of the band to their final recording year by year. And I, I flipped through it. Yeah, you can flip through a little bit of it on online. And it's really got a lot of. I think this is the probably the Beatles picture book of the year. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. there's al- there's always uh, always uh, one. Obviously, it's not just pictures, but uh, you know, a good coffee table book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great. And then one last Beatles thing, and uh, the the DVD uh, price has dropped since we did the episode uh, just a few weeks back. Oh, for yesterday, now available on DVD. For eight dollars. So oh my gosh! Wow. No excuse not to get the DVD or uh, the Blu-ray. Is still at twenty-one dollars, but uh, eight bucks for the yesterday DVD. I think it's definitely worth that. Yeah. Rewatched it since uh, even after we did the podcast, uh, mm-hmm. Dave, because uh, uh, I was visiting uh, my fiance's uh, uh, family and they they had just gotten it as a gift and and oh, were nice. eager to watch it. And on a rewatch, uh, it holds up. Good. It holds good. Up. Glad to hear it. 
Yeah, so that's uh, that's uh, pretty much all the Beatles stuff. So uh, oh, let's move on. All right, so all a little McCartney. McCartney stuff here. So, well, we'll dig into the recordings first, and I think we want, let's start with the most recent one, actually, which is the the single that we mentioned in our last episode, but the Home Tonight and and the flip side of it was one of your favorite new McCartney songs. In a hurry. Yes, right. <laughs> and the in a hurry seems a little bit all over the place for me, but yeah. I, on a second listening, I'm 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 like, eh, it's not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad. A lot of people, in fact, uh, someone mentioned uh, on our Facebook page how much they enjoyed Home Tonight. So let's mm. give Home Tonight a listen. I'm taking you home tonight. I want to make sure that you're all right Looks like a I like it. It, it. Is it better than some of the songs on Egypt Station? I don't know if it's better, but it, I think it would fit on the album well. So uh, I don't know. There's we we can go back and listen to our review of the album uh, f- to see if we would take some songs off. But I think it complements it pretty well. Yeah, and I think you could probably still find this uh, single uh, was released for uh, Record Store Day Black Friday. And uh, I saw it in, in there, and they had a few copies left of that for $15 at the time. Uh, <laughs> Oof, ouch. <laughs> so you could probably get it there or, or find it on eBay or something if you want to buy the single. Uh, the highlight of that is a really, really cool-looking uh, design mm. on that single. So, mm-hmm. Well, the highlight's the music. The music's good. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the uh, design's pretty cool as yeah. well. Kind of a strange year, Dave, for uh, Paul because we didn't get a. Obviously, we didn't get a new release. Yeah. Several of these. I mean, th- uh, that that's just one example. Uh, Home tonight of these trickling out <laughs> Egypt Station things, and we got that big Travelers edition. Oh yeah. Back in May, which was like five hundred bucks or something, <laughs> and it had uh, you know it had let's see what it had a. Uh, concertina cd blue cassette hd audio of all tracks upon shipment additional rare performance footage hidden inside of course a uh jigsaw puzzle uh the uh you know it was in a carrying case and had playing cards uh, luggage stickers Mm -hmm. travel journal featuring handwritten lyrics blah 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 so lots of stuff, but it, it did have those uh, bonus tracks: Frank Sinatra's Party, Sixty Second Street, full version of Who Cares. <laughs> yep. 
uh, and then some of them live uh, tracks and also get started, nothing for free and get enough. All of those streaming now, so yeah. so at least we got the we got the ability to stream it. Yep, we can get to that because that's what I think most of us want. Is that unless you're a collector, we want the music, we want to listen to the tunes, and yep. it's very easy to do that. So other than that, the release of this of the year from Paul was a uh, uh, release. I don't know why it released all at the same time, yeah. but, <laughs> but we're four live albums right which of course paul is live wings over america a a uh and all of these came out in different formats mm-hmm. including triple triple vinyl for color vinyl for the wings over america uh choba ccb ccb <laughs> i've been waiting to, waiting for that yeah <laughs> the original version too not yep. the extra extra version but i believe the highlight was the the full Amoeba gig, which we had not gotten before, and uh, I listened to that a couple of times. I really like it, Dave. I think yeah. it's uh, very lively. So I thought maybe we'd play, and this was from a 2007 performance at uh, Amoeba Records in Los Angeles. So let's hear uh, the track House of Wax. So House of Wax from the Amoeba gig, and the joy for me listening to that Amoeba gig is those songs from Memory Almost Full that are on there, that being one of them. Those are songs yeah. that Paul doesn't play anymore, and I, I, they were good songs and, and translated well live, like you heard. So 
it's a shame he doesn't play them anymore. But I'm glad they did release that whole set because uh, it's a, it was a good gig. I think it's one of the best live gigs that Paul ever did. Yeah, it really is excellent and shows off the uh, modern version of his band uh, really well. Yeah. So, um, I think that's probably the release of the year from Paul, except for if you like to read. Oh. Kids. <laughs> because uh, Paul's uh, picture book, Hey Grandu, Zing Bang Sizzle, is out on hardbook and audiobook. So you can find it uh, at uh, your local bookshop. I saw it on the... Uh, my nephew has uh, a copy of it. Uh, didn't get a chance to read it to him, maybe over Christmas. So I'll uh, give him a good, solid read of that just to get one for myself. It's so. an action-packed picture book adventure celebrating the fun that grandparents and grandkids have. So, hey, grand dude. Well, I mentioned in passing that for the $2,000 there, you can get a, a, a copy of uh, Linda's picture book, but... There was a Linda re-release this year, Dave. Linda McCartney's Wide Prairie, which was uh, released back in 1998 posthumously of uh, Linda McCartney recordings spanning from the early 70s through the late 90s. Uh, It has been remastered under Paul's supervision and is now out. Uh, Of course, you can get it on uh, vinyl as well. So that's a 16-track, including Dave's favorite cap. With with Linda on the Casio keyboard playing right. very beautifully there, yeah, yeah. If you're a big fan of Linda, then uh, that's out. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, can you tell us about another reissue though, Dave? And this one I think is an import. You can't get it in the U.S., but you know what? All imports you can get in the U.S. All you got to do is buy it. Just buy it, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, remember the days you used to have to like. Go to the record store. Uh-huh. I used to have to go to Periscope Records. Remember Periscope I Records? Do, Dave, I and do. Champagne, Champagne Urbana. Yeah. And and the cool guy that uh, that ran Periscope Records, real nice guy. And I'd be I'd go and I'd be like, Hey, I want that Heather Nova first album. Can you get that? And he's <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. And then it would three or four weeks later, <laughs> maybe a month later, it would be in, and then you'd pay like thirty-five bucks. Expensive like, as heck, yeah. 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 Well, this one you can get you can get on Amazon with one click, and it's only seventeen fifty-eight on Vital, right? For the re-release, right. and what is it? Dave? It's McGear, which is the solo album by Paul McCartney's brother named Mike McCartney, but he goes by Mike McGear. And it was released in 1974. I do have this on vinyl. I listened to it a couple times and didn't really... I'm not a big fan of his voice. Uh, he doesn't... Uh, Paul definitely has the better voice, for, uh, obviously. Uh, but what's interesting about this album, and it's it's now that it's back again, is that it's kind of a Lost Wings album in a way. Uh, that it was... It, it's Paul produced it. He wrote some of the tunes on it. or uh, Yeah, he actually wrote all of the songs with his brother and it's kind of uh it's got like the classic wings early wings group on it so you've got denny jimmy mccullough denny sywell and uh, kind of a mixture of people on there so that's why it's really notable is it's kind of a lost yeah. wings album one of the songs i know you wanted to play here is actually not even by any mccartney it's by brian ferry and it's uh, Sea Breezes, which is the first song on the album. Sea 
So McGear, yeah, are you Peter in, Michael McCartney? Are you intrigued to uh, listen to the whole album now? Well, I listened to a few tracks from it, so I, I think I will uh, give it a full listen. I'm, I'm uh, not surprised to see that you have it on vinyl. Yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> For McCartney and McCartney, the McCartney family. Uh, the the, uh, the only other thing I'd say is that. The Polaroid Diaries that you can get a much cheaper version, and uh, oh. it, it's like uh, <laughs> you don't have to pay the the two thousand. Um, <laughs> but it was nice. It looks like a nice book, actually. I do want to get it. It's uh, uh, Toshin is the the publishing company. They make beautiful photo books, art books, and so it's a lot of her photos from the seventies and eighties, and you'll see a lot of the McCartney family and uh, things like that. So I. If I think I'm, there was an earlier version of it, and this one was uh, uh, renewed because of the uh, exhibit yes. uh, that they had this this past year. Exactly. Uh, so they so they uh, I don't know remaster a book. Yeah, right. <laughs> kind of reissued, I guess, or something. Yeah. You know all these books now. The same thing with books. Like I got the SNL book, and it's come out two more times since then. Because it came out, and then there's been ten years of SNL, yeah, so they're yeah. like, "Oh, we got to add to the book Update some it. more." Right. So, so I know, I know. You can't just buy one thing anymore. You no, know? It's time time marches on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So that's it for the McCartneys, and I guess we should move on to the other Beatle that actually had some stuff, which would be. We in fact, our last episode was all about the big Ringo item of the year, which was. His album, What's My Name? That's right. What's My Name? And I want to mention that right off the bat because uh, we didn't mention this. You can get on the Ringo store, uh, you can get uh, blue vinyl. You can get uh, <laughs> the blue vinyl with the shirt is sold out. Uh, you can get the, uh, in fact, all the blue vinyl looks like it's sold out. That's, oh. that's a shame. Hmm. But I. The album cover with his him doing the peace sign. Yeah. Pretty good album cover, actually. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't even mention the album cover with the star, him standing right in front of a star. As simple as you can get, but it, it, it works for me. 
and you can get about 12 different uh, versions of that on different, like a hoodie, on a hmm. crew neck sweatshirt, on a purple uh, long sleeve shirt. <laughs> so uh, lots of uh, lots of apparel. And uh, Ringo Store's got a lot of new apparel because of that. Uh, mm-hmm. So I would, if you're a Ringo fan, uh, you can get all kinds of different uh, shirts on there, uh, some, some from the tour and everything. You can also get his uh, Goodnight Vena and uh, the Ringo albums on vinyl mm-hmm. on there, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, a great place to go for all your Ringo needs. Yeah. Uh, but Ringo, Ringo had one other release this year, Dave. Did he? What well, was a book, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. And it's uh, Another Day in the Life, Ringo Starr. My life in photos and music. Mm-hmm. So I think photograph was like photographs he'd made, and I believe this one is a more modern photographs, including a lot of Polaroids. Dave. Yeah, just like, seems to be the Polaroid is the, uh, the the camera of choice with Linda and Ringo this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So pretty good. I'm flipping through it right now, and it looks like a lot of. Uh, Sometimes it's just pictures of a food and stuff like yeah, that. But, that's uh, right. That's right. Yeah, I a think lot that of was... peace sign pictures. Uh, picture a lot of Joe Walsh pictures. Oh on yeah. That page. So, so looks pretty good. I guess if you if you liked photograph, mm-hmm. uh, which I I had bought a photograph for a friend a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was so pretty maybe good. this would be a good uh, follow up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's. Uh, pretty good i mean ringo is also touring and keeping very busy so uh now we've got a whole new tour next year for 2020 and uh you think he's going to be playing do you want to we'll say now is he going to play what's my name oh yeah oh okay no doubt he will definitely play what's my name okay what's my name was written purely for (laughs) to play on on in concert definitely definitely for sure good so yeah, so that takes care of uh, the Beatles, Paul, and Ringo. So now, as you said in the beginning of the show, the the other two Beatles, it's pretty slim pickings. So let's start with John. And we already talked about the main John uh, movie release, which was the Above Us Only Sky video. And we we gave that a pretty good positive review, thumbs up. Yeah, pretty good uh, uh, review. You can still get that on Netflix, I believe. So that's probably the preferred way to do it, not necessarily. But you know, it, it is on DVD, so you could you could buy it on DVD if you prefer, or a DVD and and <laughs> Blu-ray. Yeah, probably uh, the the gift to get. I mean, if, <laughs> if you're if you're a John and Yoko fan. Oh, I know what's you coming. Get that, you got to get that wedding album. <laughs> Do you have the wedding album? I bought it for myself. I bought it for a couple friends. Uh, <laughs> I, I bought it for the university library. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm sa- trying to sell it out so it gets up on the charts. Well, a limited white vinyl LP pressing digitally remastered edition uh, came out uh, this year, and you can get it uh, uh, still online for thirty four eighty seven. Hmm. So um, heck of a deal. Yeah, <laughs> or you can just stream it. Uh, um, oh. I'd play a clip, but uh, it would just be John and Yoko shouting each other's names. <laughs> yeah, um, I wanted to mention this article from hyper allergic dot com. Okay, and it's titled um, 
and the the, the album was released uh, for, through uh, Chimera Music. Oh, which, which is Sean's been, company, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, John and Yoko's wedding album, Once an Oddity, now an icon. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. An unlikely element of John and Yoko's late 60s peace campaign was an oral selfie ahead of its time. <laughs> hmm. So. Okay. So it, it, yeah, I mean, it is an interesting album. Yeah. And it is it does capture a moment in time. True. Like, like they say. So. As a listening experience, Dave, I'm not sure. Different story, yeah, yeah. So now, speaking of Sean, we also reviewed this year uh, the uh, Lennon uh, Claypool Lennon Delirium, and uh, this year's release was South of Reality, mm-hmm. and we we thought relatively fa- favorably of that. So yeah, uh, I would especially if you like uh, uh, suggest getting the color. Go go ahead, and you're you're a vinyl fan. <laughs> Go ahead, get the colored vinyl of that one because it's crazy looking. Oh yeah, it's like uh, very, very. Uh, uh, you know, you might you might smoke a joint before you ooh, put the ooh. take the vinyl out. It'll blow, <laughs> it'll blow your mind. Now, since we don't have any George, what's uh, the next best thing we could dig up, Dave? Well, I would say uh, his fr- well friend anything by friend of the show and super George fan, George producer, George buddy. Jeff Lynn. That's right, Dave. Jeff Lynn. Jeff Lynn's Yellow. Brand new album came out. Very big surprise to me that uh, they were going to release a new album. Uh, and and then I was like, well, that's, you know, it's because they did release a new album, uh, I don't know, maybe five years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was w- relatively well received. Uh, I had a song called When I Was a Boy that he, he's been playing in his tour but his tour went gangbusters dave yeah i obviously went to see him uh several times yeah yeah well here brand new album from out of nowhere so i thought we'd take a little listen to the title track from out of nowhere That sounds great. That's that. I, I did listen to the album on your recommendation, and it's got like every Beatle hook possible in there, and but but mixed well with Jeff Lynne's own 
sensibilities in his own style. Uh, it's it's great tunes, really like well written, well produced. Uh, I, I I give it a thumbs up from a couple listens. Yeah, I was I was really surprised. I mean, like I said, I, I liked the group and everything, but I was really surprised at how good the al- album was. Yeah, um, and I I I think it's definitely worth listening to a couple times through, and uh, it's just stunning. I'm listening to an interview with him on NPR's uh, All Songs Considered uh, this last week, uh, he plays pretty much every single thing on the album too. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just un unreal. Yeah, unreal, and his voice sounds amazing. It still. does, I know. Uh, so, uh, just a real thumbs up for uh, Jeff Lynne's ELO. Yeah. Of course, we dearly love Jeff Lynne. <laughs> of course, so, uh, he's our you know. top friend of the show of all time. <laughs> That's right. We, I think, he's probably got more mentions <laughs> on uh, episodes than maybe even Ringo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> This is also our kind of uh, underhanded way to say, George, we're waiting. We're waiting for some George stuff here. We want something. Let's let's get... I wonder if once the Beatle archive releases are through, if we'll get some... We'll finally get some of those George releases once we free up uh, Giles, Giles Martin <laughs> to get yeah. into that. Apparently, from from Giles Martin's own own mouth, uh, a c- extraordinarily extensive vault. Yeah, George's uh, house. So right. Uh, right. Hopefully we hopefully we can get some of that and get it to our ears. Please. I know. I know. <laughs> so. so yeah. So that that does it for our uh, Beetle items for the year and. Uh, yeah. I'd say pretty good overall. Some great items. I'm still listening to the Abbey Road set and uh, looking yeah. at some of the books. So, yeah, preparing for this episode made me want that vinyl set. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It looks pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, so, so you know, every year we uh, we do a, a a little bit extra on our gifts episode in case you're looking for non-Beatles uh, gifts, uh, and we want to give you some recommendations of our of our top things of of 2019 uh and we start with our reissue sort of classic artist reissue series so let's start dave what do you what do you got uh for us for reissues well so this year was the 50th anniversary of woodstock and uh there were a bunch of albums came out of artists who played at woodstock kind of putting out their full catalog and i mentioned uh, one one album i would recommend if you're a ccr fan credence clearwater revival they put oh, their yeah. full set out and the the circumstances were funny about how they played at woodstock because the grateful dead played for too long because they took some ex- especially strong acid and yeah <laughs> and didn't finish their set until well after midnight so people were sleeping and ccr was supposed to have gone on hours before so they ended up going out there at like two in the morning or something and played this kick-ass set and uh so that's but they didn't they wouldn't allow it to be put on the album and they weren't in the movie and stuff but now john fogarty did let it all out well i i had heard i i there was an interview about that re-release and and there was a re-release of all of the woodstock yes 100 percent of everything played at woodstock yep it's all out there and it's all out there in a 
there's a giant set yeah. that has everything, and then there's a smaller set of 10 discs, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and everything I've heard from it sounds amazing because they, they did a lot of sort of how Giles Martin redid the mm. uh, Hollywood Bowl. Oh, yeah. So, so seek that out if you if – you, and they, they fixed a lot of the – well, they fixed a lot of the problems, and a lot of the problems were that when they originally EQ'd it, they wanted to get rid of any noise and mm. any sounds, and they they found that actually adding those back in helped. Oh, oh. So they were, like, trying to not, you know, if there's some goof up. Yeah. Just trying to leave it in. Natural. Makes it actually sound really natural. Huh. So I believe that there was a Philadelphia station that played all of it at, at the times it happened as it oh, happened cool. 50 wow. years later. Wow. Uh, and I listened to some of that, and it's just amazing. So both of both of us will give a yes. recommendation to that. Absolutely. As a, just a general recommendation. So that but, was, yeah. So, I mean, that was, that was going to be my first choice. But then I also saw that another group who played at Woodstock, and their full set is now out, is the band. And one of my favorite albums of all time is their they sometimes call it the brown album because of the cover but it's their second album called the band and as we know the band was a huge influence on george harrison particularly he hung out with them and he hung out with bob dylan and the year right before they recorded this album and this the the band album has up on cripple creek and night they drove old dixie down tunes like that but i wanted to play a clip of an, a new acapella version of a song called Rockin' Chair because it shows the three vocalists. They had three amazing vocalists. Uh, Richard Manuel, who's the lead here, Rick Danko, and Levon Helm. And you can hear them clearly. So this is my choice for reissue of the year. Uh, this is a song from the band's album, The Band. Hang around Don't you raise the sails anymore It's for sure I've spent my whole life at sea And I'm pushing age 73 Now there's only one place that was meant for me Oh, to be home again Down in old Virginia we They call him Ragtime Willie We're gonna soothe away the rest of our years We're gonna put away all of our tears That big rocking chair won't go nowhere Slow down, Willie boy Your heart's gonna give right out on you It's true and I believe I know what we should do Turn the stern and point to shore These seven seas won't carry us no more Oh, to be home again Down in old Virginia With my very best friend They call him Ragtime Willie I can't wait to sniff that air Dip and snuff, I won't have no 
extraordinarily hard to pop that one down, Dave. Just a, a spine tingling, really. Yes, yes. Uh, pretty, pretty amazing uh, uh, stuff. Like a a two disc version, and then like a bigger one. Yeah, right? big box set with lots of alternate takes, and uh, yeah, they're kind of like the Beatle versions. They have the stripped down versions, and uh, it's yeah. it's well worth it. So if you're a band fan they did this for music from big pink last year which was their first album and the bob dylan cover on the front but they did this other huge box set and uh, if you're a Beatles fan they're they're very influential so really great stuff wow well i haven't even gotten it around to digging into that one dave because there's been so much great stuff this year yep one uh, just a couple honorable mentions here for me one is this uh david bowie uh, and it seemed like weird what they were doing this year because they were just sort of releasing all these singles and it led up to this sort of I think he's doing kind of what the Beatles are doing and uh, we got something called Conversation Piece which was a five CD set with a book and all of that mm-hmm. uh, and the highlight of it is a new mix from Tony Visconti uh, David Bowie's first self-titled album David Bowie with space oddity uh so i would uh highly recommend everybody take a listen to that uh now streaming tony visconti Visconti the the former mr mary hopkin that's that's right (laughs) full circle here full circle also just came out was the uh, prince 1999 so they're opening up them prince vaults yeah finally boy oh boy are there some great stuff in there so uh, I, I haven't even get, made my way all the way through that, but some of the, uh, just listened to the live uh, 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 album, which is like the fifth disc or something, <laughs> was is just like blows you away. I mean, just like excellent. Favorite thing of the year, and we every year we could do just an episode on the Bob Dylan uh, remix. I wondered. My absolute favorite of the Bob Dylan re-releases so far as the Rolling Thunder Review, the 1975 uh, recordings. They had already done a 19, uh, Rolling Thunder Review archive series. Yeah, like seven, eight years ago or something. Seven, eight years ago. Yeah. But this uh, this one is fantastic. Uh, a 12, 14 <laughs> discs, from, all from uh, rehears- some rehearsals, some uh incomplete rehearsals but a lot of it just from the shows um, and of course we also had the netflix movie uh which was the rolling thunder review of bob dylan's story by martin scorsese partially fictional documentary quote unquote a fantastic movie very entertaining uh highly recommend it but gotta play a track from this because it's just such a great collection and let's play let's play one more cup of coffee which i, I really you know adore that track so here's uh dylan uh uh full performance here of one more cup of coffee
back is straight, your hair is smooth on the pillow where you lie. But I don't sense affection, no gratitude or love. Your loyalty is not to me, but to the stars above. One more cup of coffee for the road. One more cup of coffee for I go to the valley below. Your daddy is an outlaw and a wanderer by trade. He'll teach you how to pick and choose And uh, how to throw the blade He oversees his kingdom So no stranger does intrude His voice it trembles as he goes out For another plate of food One more cup of coffee Uh, he that period he was just on fire and so many yeah. the band was just hot and yeah everything that the song selection just everything was and so, great yeah and and stuff like isis mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the movie like isis on the record is sort of like hey take yeah. it or leave it yeah but the live version of isis is just like woo like smoldering <sighs> so uh a very fierce performances and just really great Bob Dylan Rolling Thunder review uh, yeah. got a huge thumbs up. Right now the CD version is going for seventy three seventy four. Oh, that's not too bad. Uh, uh, and the vinyl version is going for for under fifty, which hmm. uh, doesn't have everything that the CD version has, but it's still like uh, three discs of of three LP set of the uh, uh, stuff from there. So, hmm. uh, boy, really great, yeah. really great stuff. Absolutely, wow. So, yeah, I know. Like you say, every year we because that that's that was only one of the two. They had two Dylan releases this year. We had that one, and then we had the Johnny Cash sessions and some of the John Wesley Harding sessions. So they're they're doing it right over there. I mean, they they always have great sets coming out from Dylan, and they're opening the vaults big time. So uh, this yeah, is this yeah. is great to hear. So uh, my non or my non Beatle issue reissue or. Uh, my totally new song or new artist that I have been really obsessed with for quite a while now is a singer. I don't even remember how I got into him, uh, but he's a singer named Mika, and he's actually he's English and a lot more popular in Europe, I'd say. I think I discovered him when I was over in the Czech Republic living there. And uh, a pop singer, and very talented pianist, songwriter, uh, Kind of has a mixture of Elton John, uh, David Bowie, Prince, sort of that style. He had a big hit called Grace Kelly a few years ago. And mm-hmm. he, has, he has a new album out called My Name is Michael Holbrook, which is his name. And, My Name is Michael Holbrook. Uh, yes, yes. And uh, I picked this song because the world right now is so serious and we're like the whole world is falling apart in a lot of ways. And 
it's kind of nice to hear a pop song that you don't have to think too much and you can just enjoy it's catchy it's got all the checks off all the boxes and i really like miko's performing and his style so i chose the new uh, song from him that's a single called tomorrow Consequences won't be easy From here every road leads to regret But if this ain't what you wanted Then why'd you even come here? It's 2 a.m. If this isn't what you wanted Then why'd you put a smiley in your message then? So, yeah, what did you think of uh, of Mika? Real catchy. Real yeah. catchy. I'll, I'll have to check out the album. My name is Michael Holbrook. Very yeah, good. Sometimes yeah. it's good to listen to just kind of pop music that doesn't have any seriousness or de- depth. I mean, it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not insulting it. I'm just saying it's nice to yeah, yeah just not have to think well, about it all the time. Well, Dave, you and I are in, into all different types of music we're into jazz yeah uh, a couple of your your pick last year was a classical right uh, album so we're in into all sorts of different music exactly also. exactly so what do you have for us well dave this uh so i almost picked uh, uh one of the albums i've listened to the most this year uh, just a, a quick uh uh runner-up is uh called way's blood uh, and Titanic Rising, and I think that's a, just a gem, and everybody should uh, give that one a listen to. But I couldn't not pick this group because I've listened to them more than anything else this year, and that's Big Thief, mm. who since 2016 have released four albums. Wow! Uh, Masterpiece in 2016, Capacity in 2017, and this, and not to mention. The lead singer, Adrian Lechner, also has released two solo albums. Wow, productive. (laughs) Very productive group. And this year they released two albums, UFOF and Two Hands, both of which are excellent. UFOF and their previous album, Capacity, I've seen on top of the decade Mm, list uh, uh, already. So uh, they are a great band, a great band. I love them. Adrian Lechner, Buck Meek, 
Max and James, I can't pronounce either of their <laughs> last names, on bass and drums, and they're just excellent. Uh, and I wanted to play uh, from the album Two Hands, uh, their song Not, which is just, the first time I heard this, Dave, I played it like five times in a row, because it's just like amazing, it has an excellent uh, guitar solo to finish it off. It's a very f- emotional song, uh, and they're just a great, great band. So let's hear Big Thief with Not. So Big Thief, Dave. I can't, hmm. I can't recommend Big Thief, Thief enough. Uh, love all four of their albums. Have them all on vinyl. Just mm-hmm. an absolute nut for them. <laughs> well, I've, I've never heard of them. I mean, they're, uh, it sounds like very indie, kind of with a, I don't know if it's folk or country, but some sort of an Americana type sound to it. Is that pretty accurate yeah. for their stuff? They're, they're, uh, uh, Pitchfork. You know, as yeah. a, as a, a indie uh, music website which champions groups like this, and they gave this album two hands nine point zero, which is an v- extremely high rating mm-hmm. for Pitchfork, mm-hmm. and I believe they gave UFO a high a, another great album too nine point two. Oh wow! So, okay, That's pretty high so quality. Yeah, pretty high quality, consistently high quality. All four of their albums, I love them all. Well, very good. Yeah. So we got a lot of good stuff to check out. Hopefully after today you're uh, making your list and checking it twice and ready to go out and get some stuff and uh, explore some of these new groups and new Beatle items. So looking forward That's to right. uh, the holiday season coming up. We're going to probably uh, be off here and there for during the, the Christmas holidays and yeah. Be back more we've got to say as chris said earlier we've got an interview that we're going to uh put out for you soon and yeah we might be able to squeeze one more regular episode in before the end of the year uh, yep. uh so what we we don't even know what we're gonna do yet no. for that but <laughs> i have an i have an idea that Ooh, uh, maybe okay. we'll talk about and of course next year maybe we'll get an archive release from uh paul uh next year there was rumors flying around that it would 
flaming pie, but yeah, that, that didn't happen. That didn't materialize. So maybe, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. We'll definitely get that Beatles uh, Peter Jackson documentary. Yep. Yep. And uh, some sort of music release along with that, I'd imagine a big Let It Be, Get Back. Uh, Something, yeah. A box of some sort, uh, right. Giles Martined Up yep. and everything. And who knows what else we'll get, Dave. Yeah. So <laughs> it's been a good year of uh, releases and a lot of Abbey Road. So it's always yeah. good to get back into that. And thank you, as always, for listening. And we will... Uh, Hopefully, like I said, get one more in here. And uh, what are we going to go out with today? We have to do uh, something holiday related, right? Well, Ringo won the year, I believe, because he released <laughs> he released a full album. And, yes. and uh, you know, even though it was a, a you know, check our last episode <laughs> to see what we thought of that. Uh, so why not dust off our vital copy of? I want to be Santa Claus and play. Let's play a track we haven't played for my want to be Santa Claus. Very few and far between now. Uh, and here's the Christmas dance from Ringo. So we're going to be dancing into the new year with uh, Ringo Starr. Tonight's the Christmas dance in London town. Lights are up, the snow is falling down Like every year I catch your eye across the mall But too afraid to do much more At the Christmas dance That magic time of year when dreams come true Yeah, the Christmas dance the only dance I want to dance is you The music's playing, hearts are swaying To the rhythm of romance At the Christmas dance I comb my hair and straightened out my tie This year I'm gonna ask you, do or die Christmas dance No more searching lovers